Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Begin to pray in tongues in the next few minutes. Just pray in tongues. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Malabanda katalaba. Rabandada bada 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 In the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 The Father of our Lord Jesus, our Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for the gift of your dear Son Jesus. Thank you, thank you for the blood of Jesus. This morning we dip ourselves, spirit, soul, and body, and the service into the blood of Jesus. Father Colossians 1.20 Having therefore made peace through the blood of your cross to reconcile all things unto yourself by Jesus. I say to reconcile all things that are in heaven and things that are in the earth. Reconcile this meeting in your son and reconcile us to ourselves. Let heaven be here, Lord. Let your spirit rule as he rules in heaven. Any strange power, any wandering spirit, any demon, any power of Satan, they respond to the presence of the Lord Jesus. We cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ. We cast them out of our lives in the name of Jesus. And we yield ourselves to you. Say, Lord, teach us. Father, from above the mercy seat, look on the blood of Jesus over the mercy seat. Look on the, on the, on, on the table of stone, the word of God which is in the ark and teach us from above your mercy. Show us your mercy. Let your word be written in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. I cast deception and delusion and let truth prevail 
as a fortress in our hearts and our minds. In the name of Jesus, I bring myself, oh Lord my God, Karaba, under your authority and the authority of our Father. I bless your name and I give you praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's be seated. Well, today is Father's Day. I'm sorry I'm tired about today because of Father's Day. I want to talk about fathers. Revelations 3 verse 7. And unto the angel of the church of Philadelphia. Said. This is the Philadelphia. That was the Philadelphia. But our church, our church is the Los Angeles church. LA church. LA. Los Angeles means city of angels. So there are a lot of angels here. Angels of God. And he said that. These things said as Jesus described himself. You know, you, are, you, you describe yourself to somebody depending on the issue. So when a father can tell his son, listen to me, I'm your father. So to this, he said, this is he that is holy. Or special. The Lord is special. And he that is true. He alone can be true. Human beings are lies. Next to the devil are human beings. But he is true. He that has the key of David. That's a song you know, the song we sang is our song. It's a rose of Sharon. Eh? It's an, sorry, it's, a, it's an early song. <laughs> I'm surprised that song, the song is nice. I, di I didn't know it was so nice. I didn't know it was so nice like that. Mm. The, I think the angels came to join. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, I have the keys of David, and when I shut, no one can open. And when I open, no one can shut. No devil, no wicked one can shut or open. When I, Jesus, I have shut. Now, this revelatory scripture and description of Jesus, the light of the world is so important. Now Jesus is coming to a church and aside his holiness and how true he is, he says he has a key and the key is a key of a, a man who lived, his name is David. Ah, God, I thought that he should be the key of, of God. I would have expected the Lord to say it's the key of Emmanuel or the key of the good shepherd 
or the key of the, of the rose of Sharon or the key of the lily of the valley or the key of the bread of life or the light of, of the world but say this is called the key of David not keys, key one today that key is coming to life in Jesus name in my life that key is a key that brings about God's breakthrough and God's deliverance. If God wants to break through, he open a door. If he wants to deliver you, he will shut the door to the devil. In Jesus' name. So what is it about David? There is so much about David. One day, this was in 2020. When did I come here? 22? 2021, December. In fact, 31st, 9th to 21st January. I saw a man burning his son on a stick. And he remembered me of Second uh, Kings 3, the king of Moab. So terrible. I said, This is a terrible thing. And the Lord said, Those who carry the, those who have, those who, uh, who, who will be like David, they can survive. It was like a power that was being released. Now, there's, David was a worshiper. He loved God. He was a humble person. He was a leader. He wrote songs. He did so many things. So what about his life that is a key that Jesus should have in his pocket to come to your house and open doors? Matthew chapter 1. Holy Spirit, please help me in my heart to preach. The generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the, and the, the son of Abraham. Now here we see two things. We see David as a son of of Abraham. Now, Abraham's son is David. Not biological son. Because Abraham's son was, Abraham's sons were Isaac and Ishmael and Keturah's children. But 14 generations after Abraham comes this man called David. And the Bible says he's a son of who? Abraham. Then this man also, after about 28 generations, also comes now the son, the son of the living God, the son of the living God, conceived by the Holy Ghost through Mary, 
And now he is also called the son of David. Now, so when you hear the son of David, then you, it, you immediately understand that then he is Jesus' father. So it's like a man has been promoted by the Lord to have the same status and title as, the, as God the Father. It's like the Son of God has two fathers. One is his heavenly father and one is his father. You see, and that name that name is not just, it's not like his earthly, his earthly father. He doesn't have an earthly father. That name is a heavenly father. It's, it's, a, it's a heavenly title of Jesus. That is why when blind Bartimaeus, he was, very, he was very smart. When he needed God to help him, he had to reveal Jesus' name, heavenly name, Jesus, thou son of David. You see, there were probably about 5,000 people who were walking. But when he said that, it is impossible to hear the scream of a man. Only those who were at the periphery were able to hear Bartimaeus and tell, keep quiet. But Jesus didn't, probably didn't hear the scream or the shout. But it was a signal from heaven that, hey, somebody has called you by your heavenly name. So stop and attend to him. So David is a father of our king. Now how does he become a father of Jesus Christ? Now as Abraham is to faith, Abraham is the father of faith. So Father Abraham, we never hear Father Isaac Father Jacob, Father Abraham, he's a father because he's the father of faith. So Jesus is also to a father of spiritual authority. You see, because Isaiah 9 6 says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be on his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, eh? the Prince of Peace. Verse 3, Isaiah, Isaiah 9 3, verse 3, it says, Isaiah 9 7. Of what? Isaiah 9 7. Of the increase of the of, of government and peace, the shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon the what? Upon his kingdom to order it and to establish with judgment. It's like this Jesus will sit upon David's throne. I'm talking about spiritual authority. Now David had the temptation 
of being tested on spiritual authority. He had a spiritual father called Saul. Because Saul was not his Baluka father. And Saul had lost it. And Saul was persecuting David. And David had several opportunities to kill Saul. But in all the opportunities to kill his father, he said, no, he won't do it. In 1 Samuel chapter uh, 24 verse 11, he had opportunity, this is the man, he had even cut his, his dress. When he cut his dress, the Holy Ghost put smote his heart. Say, what I'm doing is wrong. We don't cut father's clothes. And he said, moreover, my father, he called him his father. A man wants to kill you. My father, see ye, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand, for in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe, and kill thee not, that thou know, know thou, and see that there is neither evil in, in me, nor transgression in my hand, and I have not sinned against thee, yet thou hunteth my soul to take it. And the guy left him to God. Till Saul died. Meanwhile, you see, David had received a prophecy that he became. I mean, it was a nice opportunity to probably have finished Saul. And I said, no, no, no. We don't kill fathers. We respect fathers. Let's leave him. Let me leave him. So David now had to come to the throne as a legitimate king after Saul was dead. Not by coup, not by killing his predecessor. He was legitimate. And that's why God gave him so much spiritual authority. He had authority. Because of that. And no wonder by that God said my son will sit on this guy's throne. Also as a legal and legitimate, legitimate son of God who is sitting on a throne that he didn't kill God the father to take the throne. I don't know what you understand what I'm saying. And that's why he's a father. Just like Jesus. Oh, Jesus was abandoned by God the Father on the cross. And for, for the first time in the history of Jesus' life, he never cried, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's when you tell God, Lord, why have you forsaken me? It's not a prayer of, of faithlessness. Jesus also prayed some. Sometimes it's so that's why you don't have faith. You have not been in certain situations before. That's why you are saying that the person doesn't have faith. Even Jesus in that crucial time said, Why have you forsaken me? You said you're not leaving me for but I feel forsaken. It is not that he doesn't have faith. It's actually a talk of a real son to God his father. 
Mm, if you have not been to that's, that's when that's when you speak like some, oh, you are a man of faith. You have not met some things. Mm. But when the Lord, the Lord forsook the Son, the Lord, just before he breathed his last, he said, Father, the one who has forsaken you, Father, you are still my Father. He didn't pay my school fees, but you are still my Father. He didn't take care of me, but you are still my Father. You left home and left me and mommy, but you are still my Father. You abused me, but you are still my Father. You didn't. You had paid other children's school fees and left us, but you are still my Father. You caused pain to us, but you are still my father. That thing that Jesus also did in that difficult time, he said, God, the Father, you are still my Father. That thing that David did was the key that opened a door for David to go to sit on that throne. And Jesus calls it the key of David, the key of honoring fathers, irrespective of what the Father has done. Some fathers cause pain. Oh, yes. Bible says, fathers, provoke not your children. Let they be described. Some fathers provoke their children. And they make their children become discouraged. But it is not your duty. Your duty says that do what? Ephesians 3 2. It's like 6 2. Anna. Do your part. And leave the rest to God. Do what? Your part. If your father made a mistake, you shouldn't join him in his mistake. Like David. If Saul is making a mistake, don't join him in his mistake. Do what the Bible says. Hey, but you know that it's not about your opinion. You don't understand. Do what the Bible says. I found at least four definitions of humility. Because sometimes humility is a, it's a very vague thing. You don't know whether you are humble or you are proud. But one is the ability to suffer injury without having a feeling, a feeling of revenge. Yes. You suffer. You are injured. They endure, they endure you. But there is no feeling. 
to revenge. Like Jesus, he was injured. But there was not a feeling. That's why he died as a lamb. If he had died as a lion, there would have been revenge. But he died as a lamb. You think he didn't pain him? You think he wasn't hurt? Yes, but there was no feeling of revenge. The other, other, other definition I found out is the God-given confidence that makes you live your life without thinking about whether people think that what you are doing is right or looking for people's approval or the correctness of your action. That's the humility. So you don't live for people. You live for God. But the other one is the ability to see what God is saying and agree with him. Oh yes. So to be humble is to see what, 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 what does God say. I agree with you. But if you what does God say and you don't agree with him that's pride. And that's rebellion. I don't know whether you agree with me. If God says don't fornicate and you don't agree with God but you are doing it. You are, you are a proud person. So, so the point I'm trying to say is that yes there are pains. Yes there are hurts. But the Bible says that I'm not your father. And now, your father, that may be well with you, that I will live long. And that thing, it just has a, it has, it's a key that opens doors. And now, father, this is the key to opening of doors. And the key to blocking of satanic doors. Now, in Matthew chapter 23, I think, verse Nine. This is the Lord speaking. And call no man your father upon the earth. For one is your father which is in heaven. Now Jesus now tells us that actually nobody should be called a father. Because there's only one in heaven who is the father. The reason is that it is since the fall, all fathers are also fallen. 
So all fathers don't measure up to the word father. Yes. A father may be trying to do his best. Some are good. Some are excellent. Some are very good. Some are what? Uh, good. Some are what? Fair. You know, you know the exams reason. Some are fair. Some are also poor. Some are also very poor. But even the excellent one is not as good as the heavenly father. He still has mistakes. He still has mistakes. That's why you have to honor them. Now, because God knows that no father alone can father because no father alone is one is good enough for you. So he brings you other fathers. Because your biological father can do some things for you but cannot do. So at a certain point, point in time, your, your father cannot do much. Some of you, when you were children, your father could control you. But that's the thing, right? your, father cannot, your father has lost power. What to change? That's why you need, oh Jesus, help me. You need another father at a certain junction of your life. So in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 15, this is what the Lord says. For in Christ Jesus, you have many, ten thousands of instructors, but not many fathers. So you say in Jesus, you have ten thousand teachers. Some will teach you a verse. Some will teach you a song. Some will teach you a sentence. Some will teach you this. But they're not fathers. But you have few, not many fathers, but you have few fathers. So, what it means that everybody will have few fathers or everybody have some fathers in your life aside the biological father. And those fathers, just like your father, your father are sent by God into your life. And that fathering is just like a relay. You, see, you know a relay? When you see 400 meters 400 by 4 have you seen those races eh? so one person takes the baton he runs around the field gives another person runs around the field gives another person runs around the field and the last person runs that's whether you be first or last but at least there is a, a baton so there's a point when your biological father his influence goes down and through God's own machinations and choices and and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, making of moves, he hands you over to the baton, another father, now to father you. Oh yes, some miss it. Some fight them, just as they fought the Baluka fathers. The five father figures. So there's no key. 
There is no key that opens doors. There is no key that also blocks things. That's why Isaiah, sorry, Malachi chapter 4 verse 6 says that and he would turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the, and the children's heart to the fathers lest I smite the earth with a curse. In other words, when the father's heart are turned to the children and the children's heart are turned to the fathers, there's a blessing. But when the father's heart are, don't like the children, the children also don't like the fathers, there's always a curse because there's no key to block things. I understand what I'm saying. So the key is key of honoring fathers. So the various types of fathers are very important. The first one is your heavenly father who wants to now father you totally. Because you see, an instructor, a teacher, how many of you have been to school? Did your teacher ever buy you Calipo? Teachers buy you exercise book? Do they buy school uniforms? Do they pay school fees? They just have some lessons to teach you. That's all. That's all. You have taught before. You were given only notes. Only notes. Ah, you look at somebody who can buy Kalipopa. Not at all. Once a while, when the child is saying, I don't have money, you can buy food. But I don't often do that. You don't often do that. It's not even, the word often cry is not that you don't you don't do it but once a while <laughs> rather eat the children's food oh Jesus but a father Will buy school uniform, can pay school fees, go and do what? Feeding fee, almost everything. One day, a little girl in class one, other class one or KG something, they said they were repeating the child. You see, those of you who have been repeating children in KG and listen, you are also no good teachers. And when your child is also, also first in KG and Nestle want to know, don't be happy. Those, those times, is, they are non-scoring. Non Maybe you're excited. So the father brought the guy, the child to school. Say, why are you so blah, blah, blah. He failed the exams. They said, where's the exams? <laughs> what is it? He said, blah, blah, blah. And the, that night, the father taught the daughter. He said, give the child another question. And the child passed. He said, you see, you are the bad teacher. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to say is that a father is interested in the totality of your life. But that totality, one person cannot do it. That's how God brings really fathers. So your heavenly father, then your biological father. Instead of biological father, even didn't teach you much things. I mean, 
many fathers don't teach a lot of things. I mean, you are full, you have eaten, you are okay, having a homework, blah, 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 blah. But like to sit there and teach you, they don't teach. Even mothers don't teach their daughters how to cook. Their daughters just learn by following them. I mean, the language just by being, but like to teach the daughter that, oh, this is how to, okay, you know, you have to have five uh, pepper, six tomatoes, this, blah, 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 and all that. No? Because the mother has said also, she too, they didn't teach her, she was just around. Like an apprentice around her mother, then she just picks up and then learns. But like to teach. Am I lying? I mean, girls, am I lying? Were you taught how to make, like, how to make granola soup? They taught you that do this, do this, do this. It's, it's, it's few. Only few. Because we were, we were also around the kitchen. We know how to prepare granola soup. Oh, yes. We know how to prepare light soup. I mean, don't you know how to prepare light soup? Yeah. Did they teach you? Your mother didn't teach you? Yes, by just being around. So God says that no. I'm sending you fathers. So I have my heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He gave me my biological father. Who took me to school? Cared for me. At a very tender age, class two, he put me to boarding house. I used to cry. Because when we born, it was almost like three months, we were to go, come back again. I mean, beginning it was noisy. But later on, I grew up. I said, thank you, daddy. That thing that you did actually helped me. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes, it helped me. Because he plugged me from somewhere in the village and brought me into boarding house to go to boarding school. And I saw that I was, I was just going. From, boarding, from, from this school, I landed in infant school. And then I started moving. Everyone understand what I'm saying? But there are many other things that he didn't teach me. He never taught me God. He didn't teach me about Jesus. He didn't teach me about born again because he himself was not born again. He didn't teach me Bible. I never heard that oh, the Bible says this. His major advice, I remember. Be careful of women. Don't smoke. Don't drink. These are the three advices. When it's in public with people, be careful. Let somebody put some, something inside. It's, those were the advices. His marriage counseling 
some, there were some tribes. This tribe, don't go there. They are foreign to us. <laughs> then he would give them, say, No, this person went to man from this tribe. All that they did, 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 they then now, at a certain time, he brings in another father. Which is a father in Christ. A father in Christ is the one who led you to Jesus. So my father in Christ is my classmate called John Atta. Yes, in secondary school. He led me to Christ in form four. And I met the Lord, the Lord again after the vacation. He led me before, before the vacation. But I, but I met the Lord well, well in the fellowship. But the fellowship, nobody even knew what had happened to me as a born again Christian. So nobody fathered me. And I went to join Joyful Way. Don't, I was just as, I was a singer. Nobody fathered me. And then I backslided. You see, you, you need a father. I backslided. I was like this. But I, I, I was actually backsliding. And I came to the university. In the university, I found God again. I mean, I came back. And then Prokaka started. We started a prayer minute, a prayer that we used to pray at midnight. So now God gave me a new father. We were just about early 20s. So my father, my father. Was not my, my classmate was not my father. You see, and, and let me tell you, you see, it doesn't matter how old the person is. You see, once somebody is a father, it's also a God-given thing. You see that the person has some wisdom. He speaks like some old person. It's like he knows a lot of things. Are you understanding? Yeah. I mean, all of us. I mean, so we're on with the, myself, Bishop Sawyer, Bishop uh, Ampofo. Yes. Bishop Brian, quite a number of people. Some are outside. Some are whatever. So he was our father. As a prayer, listen, my father, five, now it's like you have a, somebody, someone who is now teaching you and growing you, bringing the Prince books, this, introducing us to all kinds of things. Prayer, how to read. The first time someone told me that read your Bible like you are going to write exams was my. This is my father that had made. So read your Bible as though you are going to write exams. And it stuck with me. <laughs> Recently, I was telling him, he said he doesn't remember. I said, That's what you told, you told us. 
my father said I should read my board as don't write exams. And then we started the church. And then he handed over to Bishop Dag. So now I had a father of a church or a father of a movement or a father of a ministry. I'm just trying to show that you see, one person is not enough. And then as I even being pastored by father by Bishop Dag, I realized that, oh, Charlie, a lot of the apport that this my father has now it's also from here, from here. And so, what is the source? So, like his wisdom, that is, oh, tell it, the guy is a wise guy, not knowing it's from here. And it's been like that. And through that, I've learned so many things. Are you understand what I'm saying? I've learned about ministry. I've learned about money. I've learned about family. I've learned about marriage. Everything I know. I've learned about building, how to build. My father was, was into buildings. This restaurant, learn how to eat. Learn how to, how to eat English breakfast. This, when you go order for this, order for don't order for coke. Order for sparkling water. Because you have gone, maybe you have gone for international. Because I, I want to teach you how to be international. I understand. Because so you, you have gone, so uh, give me cook the big one. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to say that God fathers you through release, and it's important that you receive them. It's important that you honor them. Satan knows that's why he always tries to bring some troubles so you have an issue. But as long as you honor them, you always be carrying this key in your pocket. It's called the key of David that opens doors and closes doors. And then you have your father-in-law who 
whom you must relate very well with. Could they also kiss? Yes. And he's not my father. He's your father in law. Those of you, when your father in laws come to your house, you're angry. Or even your mother in law, it's like you do everything to be on your, on your side. So what I'm saying is that even the relay fathers, there can be issues. Yes. I mean, when I think about Jesus, Charlie, your father who was sent to, to come and do ministry. I mean, you didn't say, when go to the ministry. And then now, you were low on the cross. You cry for him. My God, my God, have you forsaken me? between two worlds. That's why he told the Pharisees, I have many things to say to you and to judge of you. Because when he sees you, know, tell it, your heart and your mind, the adrenbonia that is inside, no, is so much. Yes. There was nobody, even prophets can read people. There was nobody that Jesus didn't know. He saw through people. And yet, he said, but he, that's the father who has sent me, is true. And I speak those things that he has sent me. In other words, he didn't ask me, to like, oh, what is this person? Yesterday, he went to sleep with some boy and everything. That's not I came to address. He's rather telling me, you see, you see, a true person, a true person is not a fault finder. When you're true, you don't find faults. When you're true, when you even know things about people, you don't use them against them. When you know things about people and you use it against them, you are not true. Because he who has sent me is true. People have issues, but he's not using it against them. Rather, he came to tell them the truth that will set them free. As we are in this church, as a biological father, there are many fathers that have passed through this church. Bishop Mu came. You see, if you didn't receive him, there was a certain key didn't come to you. Yes. You see, but God is also good. So when he left, no, Dr. Brown also came to give you an opportunity. Opportunity. If you received, you had a key. If you didn't receive, Sometimes you see there are some people in this church eh, they have born three with no fathers. Because at the junction when a father figure should advise them, 
they didn't have it. So they just shot out, out of the church like a, a, a bullet. And they are then the world. I'm sure you miss some of those. So, hey, lighthouse. Hey, I, I was a member of the church. You see, because at that time, there was no key to lock a certain door that wanted to destroy you. Then Bishop Judah also came for one year. It's an opportunity. Then Bishop Sawyer also came. 11 years. I think he's the, he's the longest reigning president. You have to receive a key. Let me tell you, like Jesus said, call my father. Everybody has the issue. It, it can never be that you have a perfect man. Then God has to send you Angel Michael or Angel Gabriel. They are perfect. But everybody that you send to you, Obama's, by Obama's, by Obama's, will never be hundred percent perfect. You see, but a son doesn't see faults. A son sees greatness. He sees greatness and honest greatness. That is why, you see, the I love the mothers were in the morning. We're here in the morning. Most of you here are not mothers. But then let me tell you, maybe I'll put it this way. For those of you who listen to your mothers a lot, mama has spoiled you. Because Mama could not differentiate between her role to your father as a wife. And your role to your father as a daughter or son. Mama's relationship with your father is wife-husband. It's not daughter or son. And sometimes there can be issues. Even issues of familiarity and equality. Because like the, the thing, mama thing that is equal to your father. And mama doesn't know that the father is the head. And sometimes the issues She will now start talking to her innocent son or daughter that these days can even pass some negative words, insulting words about daddy to you. 
useless man. Even worse. Eh? And that thing affects children. Maybe mama was a bad wife, but a good mother to you. Very good mother, but to your father, she's a bad wife. Or daddy was a bad husband. And mama could not handle the bad husband. Maybe that is a good father to you. But mama's experiences comes to you and you grow up not like your father. Be careful of the negative things that your mother has said and says. And if you're also a mother to help your children, don't say bad things because of your experiences. I pray for you and for myself. If the God of the heavens and the earth can walk into a church and said, I'm coming with a key. And it's the key of David. I should respect that key. That's what I said. It's the only commandment with a promise. Oh, that shall not serve idols. That shall not swear. That shall not kill. That's not, there's no promise. But this one alone has a promise. It will be well with you. In other words, it opens doors. Those of us who have issues with our, our fathers because of our mother, or your, you know, you are some way today after the service, call daddy if he's not here. Call him. Maybe apologize to him and tell him Happy Father's Day, daddy. I'm sorry I have not treated you well. Forgive me. His heart will warm up to you. He may even speak a word. That word may be a key. If the father is just around lie here no after just go home. Go and find him. You don't need you don't need a, you don't need like well, after, after get some some goats. No, 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 no. Just go. You are the goat. Tell him, I'm sorry. 
forgive me. Maybe daddy is dead. But I can pray to God. Oh Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't treat him well. Forgive me. And he'll forgive you. In our time now, we need this key in our pocket. Where, whether it's a biological father, whether it's a spiritual father, there's a key of honor in our pocket. So a blessing follows us. A blessing follows us. A blessing follows us. There's no strain between us and our fathers. Whatever the enemy threw against us, we, re we reject it in the name of Jesus. There's no strain. We must be reconciled in the name of Jesus. Sometimes, maybe some, sometimes the father is not even there. Then God even brings somebody else into your life who becomes like a father to you. You have to recognize it. When your father is not there, then somebody brings somebody, an uncle, even sometimes an aunt can become like a father. Yes. So it's not like even an aunt can rise up like a father. Trying to help you. You have to recognize it. That God has sent me a blessing. Let's see our fathers from today. Let's see our pastors. What that is a, is a, you see, David's own, it was actually a test. Yeah, sometimes it can be under very ragged, ragged, I mean, leadership is ragged. But I said, Lord, give me shock, shock absorbers. So when I land in the portals, it's like, boom, boom. I'm still moving, but it's not like when you landed the park, you know, bro, then waka. <laughs> Say, Lord, give me a shock absorber. Do you know shock absorber? It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the absorber of our shocks and our pain and the things we go through. He, he helps us and absorbs them for us. As I close today, I pray that God will heal us. Even as a church, if we say Bishop Doug is our father, you see, you don't have to go and sit in his office every day. You can't find him. I mean, the man is in Gabon. The man is here. The man is, the man is here. Anywhere. But you see, you can hear his words through the messages. How did uh, Ken Higgin advise him? original telling that do this is the things he reads yeah I mean if, if I take first Peter Peter be, can be talking to me where is Peter eh he's, he's gone but tell you, Peter can be advising me cry he can advise you a lady first Peter 3 yes first Peter 3 1 if you have an unbelieving husband, eh, you can win him. Eh? Likewise, you wives, do what? Likewise, you wives, do what? Be subject to your own husband. To your own husband. Because some people they are subject to pastors, reverence, and everything. When the pastor calls them, 
Cecilia. Yes, yes, Reverend. <laughs> but I said, Cecilia, Kunimu in the house who say, Sissy, what have you done? Ah, Aden, what have you done? I cry now from Aden, Aden, Aden. Peter can advise you. Yes. So, what I'm saying, you can be served your own husband. If any obey not the word, they may also without the word. And the Bible says that husband love your wives. You don't love me and everything. So no, no, you don't need any word. Just your behavior. When you behave, it will be like a Bible. And the Bible says that. And they say, oh, I read in the uh, Bishop's book that this, 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 this. But your behavior is not. So, so, so the book should advise you without seeing the man. Let's be on our feet. Just pray for yourself. I want us to pray and forgive. Pray and forgive fathers. Pray and forgive spiritual fathers. Whoever is a pastor that hurts you, forgive. And you too, if you are a father here, you need to forgive. Forgive your son. <laughs> forgive your son. Forgive. Lord Jesus you are the epitome of forgiveness you are the blueprint of forgiveness how a son trusts his father you are the blueprint precious Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus forgive us we release pains and hurts that Lord Jesus that are in us we release the pain that mothers told, our mothers told us. The poison that we are poisoned. The insult they insulted our father before us. And how it has rewired, it has wired our minds and our heart. But today, Lord, by the blood, talking of the blood of Jesus and power of the Holy Ghost, forgive us and rewire and rewind. Lord, back to good sons, Back to good daughters, Lord. Back to good fathers, Lord. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, whose I am and whom I love. I love you, Jesus. Take away the hypocrisy in our hearts. The hypocrisy. You meet a father, but you are hypocrites. Inside the heart are dead men's bones. But Father, today, take away the hypocrisy of the devil from our lives. Make us innocent and pure again. Jesus. Lord Jesus. Make us pure. Innocent again. Innocent mind. Innocent heart. Pure like a little child again. Lord. Jesus. Lord. I rebuke you Satan. I cast your sin out of us. We pray the disobedient spirit from our lives. In the name of Jesus, we curse you in the name of Jesus. Rabaka Talaba, 
You know, when the Holy Spirit spoke in Malachi 4, 6, hearts of fathers tend to children, hearts of children tend to fathers. The same Holy Ghost sent Angel Gabriel to Zachariah and said, this John the Baptist is like Elijah. He too, he would turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. He didn't say, and the children. He, he, the word he used, disobedient. In other words, the problem is with us, the children, not the fathers. But he would turn them to the wisdom of the just. The w- wisdom of a just child is a child that unnecessary fathers. Father, I pray for the Holy Ghost to come with this wisdom. Spirit of wisdom, come as the spirit of, of, the, of, of uh, the wisdom of the just. All crookedness that the devil has deposited. The power of Christ destroys it, detonates them, bombs them out in the name of Jesus. And Father Heaven, release the wisdom of the just. Blessed Jesus, wisdom of the righteous into our hearts. In Jesus, our Savior's name. Amen. You are here, you don't know Jesus, you want to receive Jesus Christ. Lift up right hand to pray with you. Don't receive Jesus. You want to receive Jesus? Anybody here? Okay, let's be seated. Lord Jesus. Jesus. Communion time. Today's your first time. Can I be your feet? I want to welcome you. First time. Any first time here? Is that, is that first time? Oh, there's, please, our sister at the back there, let's. My sister, God bless you. My brothers, God bless you. Please, after service, come and see our sister here. Our sister here, come and see her at the service. God bless you. You brought the first and best. Can you share? You brought the first and best. Can you, can you uh, be on your feet? You brought the first and best. You brought a first and best. Can I be on your feet? Oh, Jesus. Lord Jesus. Father in heaven, this have obeyed your voice. Reward them for their obedience. Manifest and curse the power of Satan. Jesus, my Lord and my God. Every devourership of Lucifer and Satan be cursed. By the name of Jesus. And let the strength of God. Lord bless them. Thank you for listening to the Refreshing Word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.